To Weezer has turned and left us here. We're back. We're, We're back. back after our hiatus. <laughs> our August vacation. Or European. Yes, by now, I'm sure I have completely... So, so I'm Sarah Iyer. I'm Matt Reichbach. And as a, did I say we're Weezer has turned and left us here? Yeah, yeah, you did. Really? Wow. I say that every single time. The art... Yeah, even when... Like, yeah. Now it's even when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all that uh, vacation time we took yeah. off from the podcast. Uh, <laughs> no, no, actually, actually, yes, we took some time off um, because I moved. Uh, but actually, we're recording this during our time off. So, so I am in the midst of the unpacking and all that stuff. Uh, all the fun moving stuff. So that actually explains my brain more than having time <laughs> off, I would say. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess, uh, I'm assuming what I did in these last few weeks between episodes is that, yeah, I unpacked everything. Uh, my apartment looks great. Everyone's happy. I, f- I no feel great. There's no boxes anywhere. No boxes anywhere. Not just anywhere. a random box of things that says junk on the side. <laughs> Maybe I kept one for the cats, you know, but it's unpacked and, and I feel great and my skin looks great and I'm, <laughs> I'm eating at home again and cooking for myself. Oh, and, you won the lottery, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically my life just drastically improved in three weeks. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say in terms of my updates. Yeah. Mo- moving sucks. And, uh, yeah. What, what have you been up to though? <laughs> Uh, I haven't moved. I stayed in the same place. <laughs> That's um, smart. <laughs> yeah. I I have kind of been looking kind of not much, but looking, thinking of, of moving to a little cheaper place just because mm. I spend too much money as it is. On hats. I, <laughs> yeah. On hats. You need yeah. more hat money. <laughs> oh, through July, I only bought one hat. So I'm wow. proud of myself. And then, yeah. So, and so far in August, as we record this on you know, the second week of August, I've only bought one hat, so. Wow. I'm doing good. Um, or are you? Maybe you have more hats. <laughs> uh, don't, don't say that. I've been do- well, I'm, I'm going to be, I think when this, when this comes out, I will have just got back from Denver. So I'm kind of saving up for that trip. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm going to go for, just for a weekend to watch a comedy show. And oh, that's I'm funny. sure by this time I will have said it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's a good idea to save money. I like moving costs money. And then I'm also wanting to buy stuff for the new place. Cause I'm like, Oh, I need, you know, stuff I need. It's not just yeah. like, Oh, I want a picture for my living room, but it's like, you know, I need a thing in my kitchen to put my microwave on cause I don't have enough counter space. So I have to buy that. And it's like, I want a new bookcase and uh, all this stuff costs money. And I, I hate 
I hate everything. <laughs> oh my God. It's so much fun. Uh, I'm excited for this break that we are coming back from whatever. I don't understand yeah. time. Time. Yeah. Weird it's kind of weird. Podcast world. Especially because yes. I'm sure most people have listened to this like uh, judge because we can see like the listener stats and everything. Yeah. And most of you guys uh, catch up to it later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So somebody so, might just start yeah. listening like last it's week like, and then they catch up and they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. It's like 2020. And they're like, why are you talking about that so much? <laughs> Look guys, we took a break. It's just funny that podcasts are the only, the only kind of form where people it's really hard. You know, I felt really guilty, you know, wanting to take a break from the podcast, but podcasts yeah. are the only thing that come out every single week. And if you miss a week, it's like huge, but it's not huge. You know, people have lives and, you know, remember when TV shows would, um, you would, you would go to watch like friends or something and it would be a rerun. You'd be like, Oh my God, a rerun, but I wanted a new episode. And they do that for a few weeks, but you yeah. lived, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, and especially, and especially with podcasts where I don't know, spoiler alert, everyone, we're not getting paid for this. This is yeah. just a, something that we like to do. Yeah. And so we're, yeah, whatever. If we need to take a break, we'll take a break and, yeah. um, and we'll build up a little bit of a buffer again that way. Um, when I need to take a break sometime, yeah. then, uh, we can and keep going through episodes, but, yeah. um, anything else going on in your life besides the stress of moving? No, I, well, I had, a, I'll save maybe the story for next week when it's not as fresh, but I had a funny thing happen today, but, but, <laughs> but it's too fresh right now. Yeah. It's too fresh. I feel too embarrassed. Do you ever text the wrong person? Oh, something yeah. you uh, think you're texting one person, but it's another, um, I'll save that one for next week when it's less raw. <laughs> Nothing yeah. You gotta, write, you gotta write that down. So you remember <laughs> yeah. so that way the person uh, that's listening in 10 years, cause right. we're going to be still going in 10 years, right? Probably. <laughs> uh, that way that person doesn't say, you never paid it off. You never paid off the, <laughs> yeah. the texting anecdote. Oh God, man. What a day. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a whirlwind day, but we're talking about, oh yeah, we, um, we're, we're terrible at like saying I know. one, what the podcast is. Like we, we say the name of it, but then we don't, expo- it, we don't explain <laughs> that the podcast is, Hey, we're talking about but Weezer, the band we really loved yeah. when we were younger, then we got confused with when we're older, but we're still fascinated by. Yeah, yeah. So if you're just listening to this album, or album episode, whatever we are, ooh, yeah. what if podcasts had like, <laughs> this is sort of related to this this episode, but I started thinking about cassette tapes recently, huh. and it's like, what if we released our podcast on a cassette tape? Oh, you know somebody's done that. Probably. I don't even have a cassette player. A cassette tape player? What did we even used to call those? I don't know. I don't remember. But Radio I don't have one. With the, with the tape deck? <laughs> a tape deck. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I don't have one in my car. I don't even have a CD player in my car. So. Yeah, I have a CD player in my car, but I remember I accidentally, you know, pressed the aux button because I, I just used my phone, uh-huh. which will come into play later for you yes. anyway. Um, I, but I just used my phone to listen to podcasts the entire time. And mm-hmm. One time I accidentally like, hit the CD. I'm like, oh, here's a mix CD I made. <laughs> In 19, or not 19, probably like in 2008. <laughs> That's so funny. Whoa, I, what the fuck was that? Wait, I gotta stop. So that was a weird, I just took a break. Uh, you guys probably heard some of that, that. Yeah. It was apparently somebody shooting off fireworks in the middle of the street. It's, well, it's like I said, it's 
it's August 8th. It's like, God. it's not near anything. And multiple people went outside and said, I thought it was gunshots. Yeah. Like there's people outside. Like, did you see who it was? Oh, they, it was kids. They ran around the corner. And it's like, I, until I heard like the, at the end of one, I'm like, oh. I was yeah, like, what the fuck? I co- you said you had to go check on something because I heard a noise and then you left and I heard either what sounded like somebody like pounding on your window or gunshots. And I was like, do I call the police? <laughs> I was, and then you didn't come back for a little bit. And I was like, did something happen? <laughs> Cause you know, it's, uh, that's just something you have to think about now. You know, it's like, are those gunshots or are those fire? You know, I thought maybe it's fireworks. Yeah, I was like, do but, I look outside? And then I, yeah. when I heard the fireworks, I was like, okay, no, it's fine. That was, yeah, but there was always a bunch of people out in the street saying, was that you? Was that you? No, it's me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, it's August, people. I don't I even like it on July 4th. Like, I wish it didn't happen on July 4th. But August, come on. Come on. Yeah, luckily my cats don't care at all. Like, they, oh, I think they, nice. the reason they freaked out is because I was, like, freaked out. I was like, what the hell? Because mm. I, I was thinking that what might interrupt this podcast is that um, there was some thunder earlier. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh maybe. wow. Maybe there's some, there's a thunderstorm going over. The Look, we record in our homes, not in a studio. So, yeah. you know what? These are real life sounds. So that was, uh, that was fun. Yeah. Ugh. I don't even know what we're talking about. Um, we were talking about, I have no idea, but Weezer, Weezer. Well, so this episode is oh, yeah, we're saying like what our podcast oh, is about. Oh, we never <laughs> say what our podcast is. This, this is not a or what the fireworks is. podcast. Um, yeah, we're talking about uh, carnival we, art. Yeah, Brian Bell's band was it his first band? So is this first real that, band? Yes, I I've been like very bad about research and doing stuff lately. Well, um, I think I figured I do most of the pre show work, and then you do all the post show work because I'll. <laughs> literally Sarah does all the editing and everything. And I am like, well, I don't know what to do. I'll, I'll upload it. Cause I know how to do that. <laughs> Which is actually a very involved process. So yeah. I, I'm glad you do that. Cause I did it once. I, I had to create a 15 step <laughs> yeah. Google doc. Which to- was helpful. Cause I did, I, I finished editing one of the episodes so late that I had to upload it. And like, if I didn't have that, I would not have figured it out. Cause yeah, you think you've done it. And then there are like three other parts to it yeah. after. Anyway, that's Anyways, just yeah. behind the scenes. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I did do some, some research, but I, I, usually my research is either exactly the same as yours or completely weird and different and has like <laughs> nothing to do with what we're talking about. Well, there, I there's think some very of it little about be, carnival art out there. Okay. I think some of it might be slightly different from yours in okay. a weird way, but do you want to, do you want to start talking about this band? Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we kind of mentioned yeah. Brian, I think we kind of mentioned like his stuff before. I don't know if you yeah. did any. Like even before Carnival Art, I guess he grew up in Knoxville, at least his high school years in Knoxville. Oh, is, Tennessee? Yeah. Oh. He's, he he was born in Iowa and he kind of grew up there. And then I think it's like one of his parents got a job at uh, University of Tennessee, I think, oh. was uh, why he moved there, which I assume that's the only reason you'd move to Knoxville. Yeah. Uh, or anywhere. No offense, like, Knoxville people. <laughs> well, my, uh, my family moved to Davis because my dad got a job at UC Davis. Not yeah. that people wouldn't live there otherwise, but like everyone who lives there works at the university. I don't know. Like, is there like a big industry in Knoxville? Because when I think of whenever oh. I hear a city, I think of the colleges there because I'm huh. a sports fan. So There is an article I found about um, Weezer's Brian Bell talks Gibson's his influences and the guitars he takes on the road. There's just a part where he mentions, uh, they ask him like, what inspired you to start playing guitar? 
Uh, and he says, around the age of four, my parents took me to see Elvis Presley. Huh. And I immediately wanted to play some sort of musical instrument. So that must be like a... Because, te- wait, Elvis, let's see, Graceland. Where's Elvis? <laughs> Look, guys, I didn't do any research here. But it, that feels like a place where Elvis would be big, you know? Yeah, but I, I think at that age, he was still in Iowa. Oh. I think. You know, see, now I have to look up his Wikipedia page. <laughs> oh, Graceland, Memphis, Tennessee. I, I yeah. don't know. Again, I don't know if Brian would have been in. But, not, uh, but also, uh, he, he's, I mean, all this is everywhere. <laughs> that's true. It's not like he can't leave Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, It's probably more likely that he was in Iowa. Well, is it? Like he was raised in, yeah, he was, he was raised in Knoxville. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but he says that around the age of four, my parents took me to see Elvis Presley, and I immediately wanted to play some sort of musical instrument. My mom suggested piano, and we got a piano in the house. I started taking lessons around that age. In elementary school, I moved to saxophone because that was the most rock and roll instrument of the time <laughs> in the school orchestra. Laughs. So, yeah, I guess he was always playing music. Yeah, and then I read something where he, his parents wouldn't let him play guitar yet because they didn't think he would take lessons, so they didn't want to spend money on it. So until like he was in high school, then he started playing guitar and he played uh, in a band called Bloom Shroom <laughs> and uh, in, I was in Knoxville and he, he described it as Pink Floyd meets the Stooges. Hmm. That's like that kind of music. So it sounds like they were doing original songs, at least some original songs, or maybe they were just doing Pink Floyd and <laughs> pop songs. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> um, so, so that was kind of like his influences, you know, uh, Apparently, Pink Floyd, the Stooges, that which are kind of weird stuff, and with the name Bloom Shroom, you can imagine. Oh, he might have been a he might have been experimenting in his youth, blooming some shrooms. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm reading. I'm reading this article too. It says, yeah, he switched to guitar around the age of fifteen. Uh, and it's, he says, I started with a really good instructor in Knoxville, Tennessee, who was a master student of Andres Segovia. I don't know who that is, but Neither. I'm sure it's someone. Sounds famous. impressive. Yeah. Uh, and he says it wasn't any particular artist. It was internally something that I was looking to do with my life, something that I felt passionate about all through high school, every Friday night when everyone was going out, I was going to guitar lessons. It was the age of 18, right after high school that I moved to Los Angeles. I really went full force with music. That's crazy. I, I feel like every good, like lead guitar. Oh, he's not. Oh, I guess he's kind of, he, any, any good guitarist is kind of a nerd about it. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, like, like that, um, at least when they're kids. Yeah. Well, and it, to, to know that you want to do something specific like that when you're 18 and to just go and do it. Like my yeah, parents moved to LA. To, yeah. My parents never told me that I could skip college. <laughs> 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 Not that I, I didn't have these ambitions to like do music or do any kind of like acting or anything like that, but I don't think they would have wanted me to, you know, it's like yeah. I was going to go and oh, get yeah, my either. college degree and if I'd said, I want to move to L-, but see, again, I never would have been the person to move to LA at 18. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> I was barely yeah. ready to like go off on my own to college at 18. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you hear all the stories about people moving, you know, all, all the actors or musicians or comedians or whatever that moved to LA and then move back Oh yeah, because they, you know, it's it, even, you know, in the early nineties, late eighties, early nineties, I'm sure it's still way more expensive than Knoxville, Tennessee. Well, and that's still really common now is I do know people, 
um, I mean, I, I have a lot of close friends who've lived here for as long as I have, but there are a lot of people who they'll move here for a year or two and then move back to their hometowns. Um, or I know there are people I went to grad school with who now move back to their hometowns too, probably cause they have tons of student loans and they can't afford to live here yeah. and pay their student loans. <laughs> but I think it's pretty common. Like I'm shocked and, and I'm not doing acting or music or anything like that, but I'm really shocked just lately thinking about my life that I've managed to live <laughs> in LA for 12 years and yeah. not lose my mind and not go in, like, I've, you know, I've had help here and there when things have gotten rough, but like, I don't know. Bankrupt yet. I haven't. No, I mean, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how long I last at my job, but yeah. um, yeah, it, it's a tough place to live. So, so to be 18 and to come here is, is pretty crazy. So yeah. Uh, and then when, like I'm not sure what he did when he after he first got here, but yeah, but he joined Carnival Art when he was 20 or 21. Hmm. I think he joined the band. He joined after like their first album. He wasn't on. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even write down what it was called. Is um, that not that's the one that's not on Spotify? Yeah, yeah. The, the two that he was on was Thrum Drone and mm-hmm. Welcome to Vas Vegas. Mm-hmm. Vas Vegas. I, I keep wanting those. to say it like like a Mexican style because it's Vas Vegas because it's the well, double was, L. Yeah, I wasn't sure either until the like the first song they actually say it, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, that is that is how it's pronounced." But yeah, the, there was also an EP called "Blue Food and Black Parks," I think. Mm. I can't read my own handwriting, but apparently it was just like three songs from Thrum Drone, <laughs> <laughs> and they packaged it in an EP, so it's basically like a single if you think about it, just three oh, songs. Um, oh, just on the subject of being like a guitar nerd, I'm not going to read this article. People can look at it if they want, but the basically show notes yeah the whole rest of the articles like them asking him about the guitars he has and him just like go like paragraphs of him talking about guitars and tuning (laughs) is it in guitar world or something like that it's uh what is it oh yeah it is guitar world good call that that makes sense that's the place where if you want to nerd about nerd out about your guitar do it in in, uh, guitar world yeah that's whatever the guitar magazines are (laughs) don't do it in like spin (laughs) <laughs> so he, like I said Brian he joined after the after the band's first album and kind of the most the like carnival art the most famous thing they have about them is that Brian used to be in the, <laughs> the that was his first like you know real band that recorded and also um, Ed uh, Dobridnio I don't know how to say it but Dobridnio I think he was the uh, he was a bassist in a very early incarnation of Jane's Addiction, like in the mid eighties. Oh wow! And well, and he was the bassist for the first album of, of uh, Carnival Art, but then when Brian joined, Brian joined as the bassist, and oh, then yeah. um, Ed Dobridnio became the lead guitar and uh, backup vocals. So. Oh, and this article says, uh, in your band before Weezer Carnival Art, you played bass. When did you start playing bass? I played both bass and guitar. I started out as bass, then the guitarist left the band, so I switched to guitar. Uh, so I guess oh. it seems like there was a lot. I mean, I, I, there's so little about this band. Again, yeah. they don't they didn't have a Carl. Um, so the, <laughs> the only things all, that I found were like all music, like reviews on all music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there isn't like a, a like a set history of this band. So who knows if yeah, any of this, like he's remembering, I don't know when this article came out, but it's like, Oh, 2017. So this is like many, many years. Yeah, after almost, all this it's almost happened. 30 years later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like 27. It's like 25 years after the band broke yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's done a lot since then. Cause 
think about how many bands bands there are out there that have been playing around, you know, a place like LA and never even recorded an album. Like they, they were yeah. on a label. They, on, uh, yeah. I think it was Baker's Banquet was the label. And uh, they recorded, the band recorded three albums and they're just kind of, there's that's all that there is of them. We don't have any stories. I, I didn't really see anything like in the LA Times mention them or anything like that. Yeah, it's so weird. I mean, I guess, I think you, you said it in some other episode that we just have more stuff these days. Like there's a, somebody writes something for everything. Whereas back then yeah. it's like, you know, you didn't have the internet and you didn't have phones that could take video and take pictures and um <clears throat> that's why yeah it's so cool to see some it's of the stuff outside my house right now. really <laughs> like, you just have sound? a lot going on there like, what the heck's that sound and it's it rained the here rain like hitting the windows yesterday morning it rained a little it's like what it's august and it's 75 degrees it doesn't rain here in the summer so no, that's it weird rains here but, a lot usually yeah. it's over by now though Huh. So if you hear any thunder, that's guys, um, that's on my end. But yeah, it, it it was cool to find some stuff by this band. Did you did you see the Beavis and Butthead connection? Oh no, I didn't. What was oh, that? Oh, oh, cool. So I did find something. I was like, I don't know if this is new research or what. Um, but there. So you know, I didn't watch Beavis and Butthead. Did you like watch it ever? I'm sure I watched it as a kid, but I know like there was like they they'd play music videos, and make fun of them, and then also they had like a little storyline going. Yeah. So. Uh, there was, they were on an episode of, uh, Beavis and Butthead. Huh. And again, I, I couldn't actually find the clip cause I think, yeah, what you're saying is correct is it's like they play a music video and I guess they make fun of it. Um, yeah. but I couldn't find that part of it. I ended up, I did watch the episode. I don't know. I guess were, was Beavis and Butthead like, were they short episodes? Cause I found, I think I found all of it. It was like six minutes long though on daily motion or something. I don't know. It might've just been like one of the sections between the music. Like, I, I, yeah. If I, if I saw Beavis and Butthead, I, I last saw it when it was on MTV still, when I was a kid, right. when I was way too young to be watching it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think my mom would have liked, I don't think she let me watch it. And I watched, so I watched this episode and I, I they didn't have the part with the music video, but, um, so the song, Mr. Blue Veins from the album Thrum Drone was featured in the episode Water Safety from the MTV animated series Beeps and Butthead. Watch out, Mary, here comes horse. He is buried in telephone, lives on that whole episode or what I could find of it and it's basically just Beavis and Butthead learning how to swim and like their teachers like t- like showing them how to swim and then one of them almost drowns and the other one he like the instructor sends the other one after him and they both almost drown and then oh, oh and at the very beginning of the episode they're looking at girls butts in their bathing suits <laughs> and then the the end of the episode is like their their instructor is trying to teach people how to do CPR on them 
Yeah. And they like want the girls to do CPR on them, but the of girls course. don't want to. And then the instructor like does CPR on them. And they're like, no, um, that's the episode. <laughs> but I watched the whole thing. Cause I was like, Oh, isn't, is there a part where the music video comes in? Um, but there is a cool music video for Mr. Blue veins. Well, song? well real, real quick bef- before yeah. we get off Beavis and Butthead, mm-hmm. um, there's an Albuquerque connection there. Oh really? Because they went to, in this, in the show, they went to Highland high school which is the high school that's about half a mile from my house because oh. Mike judge when he, he grew up in Albuquerque. Oh, did he? And he I feel li- like I didn't know that. Cause I thought, but did, he lived in Texas, right? Or did he? Yeah. Like oh, okay. his high school years were in Albuquerque. Um, he, he didn't go to Highland. He went to a private school, uh, but he would have, but he lived in you know the school district. So if he would have went to public school, he would have went to Highland. And the oh, reason I know that is because my dad went to Highland high school for, two of the years of his high school. It was oh. probably a little, it was probably before Mike judge. My dad's probably a little bit older, but uh, so yeah. Oh, so so he named the high school after the high school that was probably down the street from him or within wow. half a mile. So that maybe I live, maybe I live on the same street. Mike judge used to live on. Whoa, maybe oh, I, yeah, uh, I never actually now that I think about it. I know where I live and if he was, if his parents could afford private school, I know <laughs> the neighborhood he lived in. <laughs> Uh, yeah (laughs) but uh well that's really cool i i don't know i i watched like (laughs) beavis and butthead is exactly what i thought it would be it's not like i've never seen clips from it but it is exactly that it's like them laughing at stupid things and that's the show (laughs) that's the whole show uh but i wish i could have found the whole thing with the music video in it but i did watch the music probably maybe but i also don't know i don't know if i read this somewhere or if i imagined it but i feel like i don't even know if beavis and butthead has been released on dvd or if they did maybe i feel like it could be like a like a wonder years thing where yeah yeah yeah, where the music videos just aren't on there because they're not going to get the rights to all those so yeah though you think the rights to thrum drone would be pretty easy yeah it looks (laughs) like it is on dvd but Oh, it I is. bet that there's no music on there. Probably. Well, they probably either didn't want to go to the trouble of doing it or yeah. like maybe that label's not even around. They're like, who do we ask? <laughs> Where's the lead singer? <laughs> or maybe because Brian. Oh, so I watched the music video because I found it separately. And it was pretty cool. I mean, it was oh, very yeah, I like. Watched the music video. Why didn't yeah. I do that? <laughs> <laughs> I did do different research. Yeah. But it's like this guy who's like turning blue. He like holds his breath and turns blue. And there's just kind of this weird like stop motion claymation stuff in it, which is really cool. So I don't know what's going on in the video, but it's really interesting. And you get to see a really young Brian, like super young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I watched it. Cause like, oh my God, it's baby Brian. <laughs> So I would recommend, I don't know if they have any other music videos or not. Um, Neither do I. Yeah. I just, watch that. I just, yeah, I just looked for that one because of Beavis and Butthead. Um, but yeah. And I think the reason I even knew that is because I think on the video capture device, there's, or I don't know, it was just something that maybe was mentioned on the, on the boards at some point where it just is part of the, the history of Brian is like, Oh, he was in this band and they had a video on Beavis yeah. and Butthead. So. Yeah, that might have been. Yeah, that, that might have, you remember the stuff from the boards a lot. <laughs> I remember the weird, really specific trivia that <laughs> doesn't matter and is cluttering up my brain. <laughs> it's perfect for a podcast, though. Yeah. <laughs> so we finally found something that uh, oh good that can help out. Uh. And, oh, and I also mentioned another thing about another member of the band, uh, Michael P. Tech, mm-hmm. who changes who 
now goes by Michael Patek. <laughs> like it was P, like the letter P, and then his last name T A K. Oh, now it's Michael Patek, all one P E T A K. It was been okay. now. It, he, he had a solo album called Pretty Little Lonely, which I did not listen to. Mm. But now he's a sound editor and he works on a lot of kids shows. What? And he, he got like a daytime Emmy for one of them. Oh my God. Wait, let me, let me just click him. I'm like, uh, because he was see. on like SpongeBob. He did. Oh, he doesn't uh, have a Wikipedia. Really? He That's has IMDb so cool. page. And like, he does like, yeah, cause I saw it's like some of them he, he's doing like the, uh, um, what do you, voc, not vocals. What do you call it when people are talking? Sound mixing? No, for like. The, oh, voice the mixing. No, the mixing for like when you're talking. Oh, like mixing? <laughs> no, uh, it says it on his IMDb. He does the editing for, I guess they have like different editing. For, oh, like sound editing? Um, Let's see. Dialogue, sound. that's the word. Oh, dialogue. Okay. Dialogue editor. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. me trying to remember the word dialogue. <laughs> oh, that's cool. He's like an actively working person. Yeah, he he has a real job and he does real stuff. And yeah, yeah, think, working on like Nickelodeon shows and stuff. Good. It's probably job. a good job. I mean, yeah, he, he work. Looks like he works a bunch. And like, I I didn't see. What did he get the Emmy for? Are you on his IMDb page? I am on his IMDb. Let me see. Awards. Eight wins. Daytime Emmy Ooh. nominee. Outstanding sound editing. Animation. Monsters vs. Aliens. 2013. And he was nominated. Oh, that's nominee, nominee. Winner. Outstanding sound editing. Live action and animation. Daytime Emmy. The Penguins of Madagascar. <laughs> huh. Golden Reel Award winner. Best sound editing for Albert. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's probably just a kid show that we don't know because we but don't that's have kids. so cool. He won awards from the motion picture sound editors. That's like probably that's sounds really huge. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I thought you knew what it was like the way you started that sentence. <laughs> it sounded like well, you're going to say that for sound <laughs> is like better than a real Oscar. Well, Cause I know more about like, like editing edit like picture editing. And, and I know there's editing, like, yeah. The association of like cinema editors and they're huge. And if you want an award from them, that's huge. And it's not something that, you know, people, you know, people hear of Emmys and Oscars, but it's like these that are people in your craft voting for you. Yeah. That's, that means more. I think honestly, the Oscars are well, kind of rigged anyway. Yeah. But if you want an Oscar, you can say, well, Hey, I have I mean, an Academy I, Award. Look at this. I still want put this on my mantle. Can or they if you have like a one podcast of those jerks, says, oh, category? Uh, they will. <laughs> <laughs> And the award for best podcast goes to. Uh, well, oh God. I guess uh, is there, I'm surprised the Grammys don't have one already because oh, yeah. the Grammys have so oh, many freaking categories. Don't they have like a spoken word category yeah. or something? Okay, yeah, it would be a Grammy thing, not an Oscars thing. <laughs> I yeah. want a Grammy for best podcast. I want Stephen to get a lifetime achievement award from the Grammys for podcast editing. Well, you'd have to wait till uh, Sarah Koenig and Joe Rogan get theirs. <laughs> yeah, I guess there are a lot of people who would get awards before before like, me, but like the comedy show I'm going to see, Never Not Funny, the podcast. Mm. They're having their live show in Denver there. They've been around since two thousand six. Wow. They're they're as they say, they just entered their fourteenth year of podcasting. Wow. That's oh, that's crazy to me. It's like I think that of all the comedy podcasts, they're like the second longest running one. The only mm -hmm. one running longer by like a few months is Keith and the Girl, huh. which is a New York based podcast, which is unusual because all the podcasts seem are, are seemingly based out of L.A. Yeah, supposedly. But you never know. We don't know. Yeah.
We, I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I know because every podcast talks about going to the Grove or going to uh, the Grove sucks. The, yeah, they complain about the Grove. I they, worked at the Grove. That was my first job in LA. Was the Apple Store the, at the Grove? Really? It's like a fancy mall. Kinda. Yeah. Ugh. Oh yeah, I've heard it described a lot. Yeah. On every yeah. podcast. <laughs> what, what's the fancy movie theater there? Uh oh, the ArcLight. The ArcLight. Yeah, they all talk mm. about the ArcLight. It's expensive, yeah. but it's nice. Yeah, because yeah. Anyways, actually, you and I went to the Arclight when I was there. Oh, yeah, but we went to the we bar. We went to the bar. <laughs> so like, what do we do? I don't know. Let's go to the bar at the Arclight. Okay. It was, it was on the night of the Oscars, remember? Yeah, we didn't even watch the Oscars. We're just like, let's go somewhere else. Because <laughs> then after you dro- dropped me off back at the, uh, um, back in Burbank where I was staying, like you dropped me off like on the main drag and I went into a bar. They were all watching the Oscars. They were doing an Oscar pool. I'm like, man, we went if to we like. We went to the one bar that wasn't playing the Oscar. And it's in a movie theater. <laughs> if we would have went to that bar, we could have like joined the Oscar pool. I guess. I would have lost uh, them. Yeah. Mm. Um, anyways, back to carnival. Art. Yeah, yeah. Carnival art. Uh, um, do you have any more background on the? Oh, so there's a podcast called Dig Me Out. Mm-hmm. It looks like they've done a bunch of episodes too. And they, uh, they listen to like, a, I think, I think what they do is they listen to like an obscure episode of uh, or not episode now, now, you, now i'm getting an episode of an album mixed up <laughs> they, they do, like an, an an obscure album from like whatever decade they're doing that season and uh this one they did thrum drone so they listened mm. to thrum drone and i kind of I, I listened i didn't listen to it super closely because uh, i was trying to find like oh, new, oh I, you mean this this podcast yeah, oh, yeah. The, the podcast or the album really but uh i because I was like seeing if they had any new info or anything, and I didn't really hear anything because there's just not that much on this band. <laughs> yeah, I, but it's like that makes me want to know even more about them. I know, you know, like, <laughs> we should inter- we should we should find Michael Petek. Yeah, and Ed Debrindio, and uh, what are they up to? And what's the fourth yeah. member? I don't even know his name. Up no, it, yeah, we should find them and to? ask ask them about it because. You know, for, for Brian, he's still doing the music thing, you know, and for these other people, they're probably like, well, that was my, the only band I was in. And after that, I went into sound editing, made a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Brian made a bunch of money too, but it's like, it's just like, yeah, if, if that's the one band you're in, you're probably going to remember more. Maybe they have pictures or I don't know. I just like, now I'm on a quest to find out about this band, but I do. Um, the, the other member was Keith Fallis. I don't want to, uh. <laughs> I don't want to uh, shortchange him. F A L L I S. Music goes up there. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, heard it all before. I know. <laughs> so I feel bad. It's like, did you know your name sounds like? Um, but yeah, I. So so, what did you think? I I listened to these albums. Oh, funny story. Because <laughs> yeah, you know the story. Um, I do. So I've I've been moving and we've had to like postpone recording and stuff because I'm like just frazzled. And I was like, okay, let's, you know, you, you were like, oh, let's listen to these albums and talk about them. And because I figured that's an easy thing. We can do. Yeah. That. <laughs> I feel like my whole week has been just the easiest things being incredibly difficult, but it's like, it's like a really slow treadmill going the opposite way, but you can't keep up somehow, even though it's super, it's like one of those airport treadmills and you're going the wrong way and somehow you're not keeping up. Yeah. Oh, on a side note, I tried because I haven't been able to cook here because I don't know where my dishes are. I don't have any food. Uh, and I tried to order Postmates last night because it's like, okay, that's the easy way to eat. Like just order from Postmates, get something. Yeah. And the person dropped off my food and I opened the bag and it's like not 
it's completely the wrong order from the oh. wrong restaurant. And then I couldn't oh. call them back. And then I had to, I had to order from somewhere else. It was like, that should, this should be the easiest way to eat food. Yeah, and t- today our, like I, I almost never ordered a delivery. I, I try yeah, to limit myself to once neither. a month mm-hmm. and uh, I ordered cause I was lazy. I didn't want to go out. And then like my address is, you know, whatever. And then on my street, it's uh, Southeast. And then there's the same exact address, only Northeast. Oh. And, I don't know why they always go to the Northeast one. This time he went to the Northeast. I'm like, are you North of Central or South of Central? He's like, North. I'm like, I live in the South. And then he came, and then he was like three blocks away when he came. My, I'm like, you. Was it also Postmates that you were ordering from? It was Grubhub. Okay, because yeah, which is the same company. Oh, really? Huh. Okay. Well, that's weird. Um, but like. Somebody told me that, that these, all these companies, they have their own GPS app and it never works right. Cause I've also had an issue last night waiting for the second person to come with different food because the restaurant had already closed and I had to order from somewhere else. And I watched him drive all the way to the other (laughs) side to like a different part of LA kind of, and then drive all the way back to my place. And he was super nice though. He was like, Oh, is this your order? Like he actually asked me and I was like, thank you for checking. Cause the last person didn't. Um, yeah. but everyone's like around the corner. They've been calling me like, where's your place? Like, don't you know how like addresses work? You first, you find the street. If you're not on that street, you're on the wrong street. I don't have the same thing with you. That's like North and South. It's like, yeah. if you're on like, like, you know, uh, you know, Maple street, that's not the street. And I live on, you know, Oak street then you're on the wrong street. And also uh, there's a number and it's, yeah. it's so weird cause I live in a duplex now, so you can come right up to the door. It's a lot easier than when I was in an apartment building yeah. and people have had so much trouble and it's like, just find the number on the street. <laughs> but anyway, back to my story about difficult stuff uh, that should not be difficult. I was going to, I was like, Oh, I can listen to these albums on the way to work. Like that's the easiest thing I could do. And I lost my little, cause I, I have a pixel too. You have a pixel, right? And pixel two. Yeah. A pixel too. Yeah. So it doesn't have the headphone jack and you need the little adapter that goes oh, from yeah. the plug thing. The worst. Into, yeah. It's stupid. And it's, it's the only bad thing about this phone. Otherwise I love this phone, but the um, camera's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great phone. Um, but I lost that little adapter in the move somehow. Like I think it felt, I think it's in my car somewhere. I have no idea. So then I was like, okay, if I want to listen to this album in the car, I got to go get one of these adapters. So I went to, and I was like t- messaging you during this time too. Cause I was like, yeah. I went to Best Buy to try and get one. Cause I'm like, I need one tonight. Cause I have to start listening to this album. And I went to Best Buy and I couldn't find it anywhere. And I finally asked someone and he's like, Oh, it's by the pixel stuff. And I went and it's literally the only thing that's sold out. <laughs> So then I went to Target and Target had it, which is awesome. So I bought it and the next day I like plugged it in and I attached the little like aux cable and I was, I started to play the album on the way to work and I was like, wow, this sounds really lo-fi. Is this just like a really lo-fi album? And I was like, wait a second, this sounds wrong. Like I can barely hear it. And I, I tried playing a different, like a Weezer album and it sounded bad too. And I was like, this is not working was it, right. Was it, it Ratitude? No, it was actually the white album because okay. that was one of the one I'd listened to yeah. most recently. Well, you said it sounded bad. so <laughs> I get it. Um, but I noticed my, my aux cable, it was all frayed and I've broken so many of those cables and I keep rebuying them. I don't know. <laughs> I think cause it's like dangling down in the car and maybe, maybe somebody steps on it when they're in the passenger side or maybe I like pull the cord out too fast when I leave my car, but I've broken like five of them and 
so I couldn't really properly listen to the albums, but I was like, I don't have time to do to deal with this. I'm just going to listen through my phone speakers. And yeah. it was definitely like blowing out my speakers a little bit, but it kind of was almost kind of cool to listen to it in, in that way. Cause I feel like there was a time when we would accept listening to music <laughs> in, in a poor quality or it, it made me think of cassette tapes, which are actually, they sound, I think they sound good, but um, yeah. I was like, I really want They sound better than a phone speaker. Yeah, they do. They do. Cause you don't get that like digital distortion, but like, I was like, I really just, and maybe it's because it sounded so digital when I was playing it through my phone. I was like, I really just want this album on a cassette tape. And that's why we need to find the members of this band and be like, do you guys have cassette tapes? <laughs> I don't have a tape deck, I'm sure, but I'm going to get one. I'm sure if you search for carnival, in fact, I'm going to do that, but I don't uh, know. Yeah. I didn't even look. So did you listen to, so, so we only listened to the two albums that Brian was on Yes, and we didn't really listen super close. Like I listened to a bunch of times, but I was doing other stuff and yeah. And I, again, I listened, I I didn't get a great grasp on, on the lyrics or any subtleties in the sound just based on how I was listening to it. But yeah, the lyrics, so what do you think of the music overall? Okay. So I really liked it actually. Yeah. I, I, I didn't. I enjoyed yeah. the second album, the Vulcan by Vasilegas, especially. Oh, I like the first Vasilegas. one a little God, bit I better. I keep saying it like, because <laughs> it, Vasilegas, I keep wanting to say that. <laughs> it sounds good. It sounds right, but, but it's not. Um, but I, I really liked it as soon as I started listening to, uh, Thrum Drone. Is that Thrum Drone? Yeah. Um, I immediately like, God, it felt so much like the early nineties and I love music from the early nineties. Like it made me think of like pavement or, um, sunny day real estate or like anything from that kind of era. And it just, yeah, it like reminded me of pretty close to grunge. Like I saw a bunch of stuff that said, it's like one, one of the all music things said, let me just read this real quick. Um, one of the reviews on all music, I think of Vas Legas said, uh, carnival art weren't metal enough to jump on the grunge bandwagon in the early nineties. And they were too weird for pop audiences. Hmm. Cotton Limbo, the band recorded two albums of off kilter alternative music that were ignored and then faded into obscurity. And I was like, I don't think a lot of grunge was super metal anyway. No, I could see this being like in the vein of like some Alice in Chains Mm -hmm. or mud honey. Like it doesn't sound like Nirvana at all, obviously, but no, I think the grunge label, I think we all understand by now that it was just kind of, Hey, Nirvana sounds nothing like Soundgarden and Soundgarden doesn't sound all that much like Pearl Jam. And, Uh um, but I think think it could have fit like pretty solidly in that scene. Like maybe if they were from Seattle, they would have got signed and been been a band. A Weezer would have been very different. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I think maybe if they'd kept going and released more albums, because I feel like even, you know, like Jimmy world, you listen to some of their early, so it doesn't sound like this, but it's like, you see where they grew and it's like their third or fourth album where they really, you know, fell into their sound. Oh, it's funny. Cause that same article, I think it's the same article I'm reading it on Spotify, but they also call them the, uh, the slightly bent guitar rock of Ellie's carnival art took its lessons from the demented pixies. Yeah. So I hear, I mean, you hear pixies and so much stuff from that time. Yeah. I think that's kind of like, if you're writing about something in the early to mid nineties, or like late eighties, any alternative thing, just mention the pixies and you're pr- yeah. and everyone, everyone. Oh yeah, you're right. Like uh, yeah. sure that when Weezer came out, people said there's a little bit of pixies influence in there, yeah. <laughs> even though I don't hear it, but, uh, well, it's hard I, I mean, to say I, because for, they for Carnival Art, I definitely song? do. Yeah. yeah. Like, like the vocals 
the vocals in some cases, I'm like, all right, I could see this being Frank Black. Yeah. Like certain times. Mm-hmm. Um, or it did make me feel like it, like I said, it reminded me a little bit of, of pavement, just the, the vocals, like the kind of talking that happens yeah. sometimes. That's very pavement. I think, I mean, I'm not like a pavement expert, but, um, it's all that stuff around that time, like LA early nineties stuff, not yeah. just LA, but like, Late it makes me 90s, want yeah. to have been here at that time. But not when I was like six. <laughs> yeah. You wish you were like 20 at that 20. time. And mm-hmm. g- going to the clubs and such you see, a cool scene. Yeah. You see carnival art playing opening for the pixies or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, another review on all music. Cause again, the only things I could really find written about them were on all music, which is I'm sure what's on Spotify. Um, on for when they were reviewing Throne Drone, they wrote uh, more straightforwardly power poppy and and funny, and much less inclined towards epic stomp than than fellow city dwellers Jane's Addiction and Tool. Hmm. So they were playing like at the same time. Like I, I looked it up, like Tools a little bit later, and Jane's Addiction probably was more established because they were uh-huh. around for a while. But it's like they were kind of in that era a little bit, and you can kind of hear a little bit of both. I think. Yeah. I mean, you can definitely, it, it feels like, I mean, it feels like it belongs in that time. And, and then, like I was saying, I think if they just kept going, cause I don't know, I don't know why they broke up. I feel like I read something about it. Like, yeah, it's the same as all bands. Like they probably, well, just I think they got dropped along. from their label. Oh, did they? Mm. Uh, what I, again, I don't know if this is true. It's just like what is on like all music and stuff. It's not even anything that I think is super reliable. Um, but yeah, the, the, they had the uh, albums didn't sell very well, so the label dropped them, and then mm. and then they quit, and then uh, Brian went on to start Space Twins, yeah, which we'll talk about at at some point. Yeah, not, I, not I, this episode. No, but um, oh, and yeah, and I couldn't find anything about because I was wondering if like how brian joined weezer because we know that like there was this guy jason cropper who was actually in weezer and he left the band and then brian replaced him but i wonder how brian i was thinking like oh maybe like rivers saw carnivore and and like but i kind of doubt i heard that that. matt who who like like matt who knew that I, he must have seen Carnival Art because you know Weezer is playing around at, yeah. at that time when you know when Carnival Art was ending, and Matt had seen him and like given him, given him his number when he called Rivers, you know answered the phone. He's like, oh yeah, hey, we're looking for a guitarist. Do you want to join the band? And like maybe that's that's, so cool. that's not right, but uh, that's what was written on one of these things about Carnival Art. Because again, huh. the biggest thing about Carnival Art is that Brian was in them and then went on to be yeah. famous in a different band. And not, yeah, he's not even super famous. He's just mm-hmm. he's in a big band. Yeah, no, that definitely sounds like how it could have happened, though, because you do imagine, I don't know, it just seems like a really, you know, the music community in L.A. in the early 90s. I'm sure people ran into each other all the time playing shows and they just all knew each other. And yeah, it sounds really cool. And the only other thing that I saw on uh, on them that was uh, mentioned whenever anything was written about them was that on thrum drone they covered uh, octopus written by sid barrett of uh, pink floyd Hmm. 
grasshopper screen, a herbie and band, and the tune they play in us Octopus came out in 1970 on his album The Madcap Laughs. Yeah, so so it's kind of interesting that Brian, I think, was he the only one of them that was like on a band that was recorded and stuff before Weezer? Hmm, that's a so, good question. I, I, I would say yes, but that might be something we have to research for our other episodes when we talk about, because I'm sure they've all, well, oh, well, in terms of the original members of Weezer, yes, probably yeah. I would guess. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure that Scott. Yeah, he was, it's not like he was like 20 years old when he joined Weezer. No. Also, he was Vanilla Ice's bassist. Really? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was something like so, when he joined the band. People on the boards wouldn't stop mentioning that as if it's like a diss. So which he, I guess he, the title played, was, he played. He played that bass line for. <laughs> Ice Ice Baby. I, d- I don't know if he was AKA. in the... AKA. Well, I don't know. No, no, but I mean live he did. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I guess so. <laughs> I, if, yeah. So, I mean, so he played... So he basically Queen. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I mean, look, this is all memories from the boards and people talking about Scott and his past. So when we get to our Scott episode, which we may or may not... I mean, we'll probably eventually have a Scott episode because everything We'll, we'll probably... Do, I think that we'll do this kind of thing for... I mean, because Pat... I don't know if Pat has stuff from before, but, you know, Pat has some side projects. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we want to do a Space Twins. We want to do a relationship. Yeah. Um, we'll do another uh, Rentals episode. Because I really like, I mean, well, yeah, I really like the Rentals, but I really like, you know, I've mentioned before, I really like Brian's songs that he's done, like that he's written. We have to do a Jason Cropper episode, too. Yeah. Although I don't know. Where is he? <laughs> we got to find him. Oh, yeah. I guess we have to figure... Uh, we, maybe we shouldn't be doing this on the air. <laughs> no, no. The people want to know our process. <laughs> See, this is exactly how we decide what we're going to do, only usually yeah. it's on, uh, on Messenger on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And now why, might as well do it during the episode. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, Jason Cropper does have... He did do an album after Weezer. Oh, huh. Anyways, well, yeah, we'll do this. We'll, we'll do this after we finish yeah. this episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I yeah I really enjoyed Carnival Art. I, I me too. Think yeah. <laughs> I think that I you know if, if it came up on like a '90s you know one of those when you, on Spotify you're like I just want to listen to '90s stuff. Yeah. You just put on some '90s playlist and this came on. I'd think oh this must have been popular in '93. Yeah. Yeah. Like '92. It totally and sounds like it was it was popular. <laughs> like it would have been a big if, hit at that time. Yeah, if the right radio DJ somewhere in the yeah. country had just decided, oh, I'm going to play, you know, Mr. Blue Veins. Mm-hmm. Is that what it was called? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to play this like 10 times in a row. Like you hear happens all the time. Yeah. yeah. You always hear that story. Yeah. Then maybe <laughs> Brian would have never been in Weezer. Yeah. Well, I wonder too how big Beavis and Butthead was for them. Like it can't have been small. That was, it was probably after they broke up. Do you think? Because Beavis and Butthead started in 93. Oh, yeah. Huh. And they were, if not broken up, they were on their way to break yeah. it up. And it would have had to have been like one of the first episodes because. Let's see. Okay, right now. Uh, so it ran 93 to 97 and then again in Water safety. Let me just quickly look this up. Uh, 
water safety. Let's see here. That was season four, episode 10. Oh, air date, April 7th, 1994. So yeah, they were, he, he was probably in hmm. Weezer by then. Oh yeah, he would have been. Cause he, yeah, yeah. Cause that was probably right. Um, when did the blue album come out? What, what, uh, day? Wasn't it May 20 or 1994? I mean, he was in the band by then. Yeah. They'd already sure. recorded it and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we had a view of some butthead podcast. Hmm. We'd be really bad at it because neither of us really remembers it. I know the Highland High School thing. <laughs> yeah, I know that Daria <laughs> came one, from Beavis and Butthead. See, I didn't quite know that. Or maybe I'd heard it and then I forgot. And then I was watching this episode and I was like, huh, that one character looks kind of like Daria. And then I was like reading the description of the episode and it was like mentions Daria. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so See, I remember I know watching nothing. Daria. I didn't watch Daria and I feel like I missed out on so many MTV animated shows although clone high is a great show that was on mtv when i was in high school and i was really mad because they didn't end up showing the whole first season but i did watch it later like the last few episodes because all those indians got mad at no (laughs) but yes they did (laughs) they did actually i don't know why i just remember one day i was like oh i'm gonna watch the new clone high episode today and i turned it on i turned the tv on and I think even the little like TV guide or whatever said it was, it should have been clone high and it instead it was punked with Ashton <laughs> Kutcher. And I was like, am I being punked right now? Cause I wanted to watch clone high. Instead. <laughs> the turtle punk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. Do you have anything else to, Oh, do you want any rivers tweets or no? I would do Brian tweets, but he doesn't have Twitter. He doesn't have Twitter. Good for doesn't him. He? I looked, for, I looked for it. If he does, then my two second search didn't come up with anything. Um, but I do have a few Rivers tweets about Brian. Yeah, that's what I was going to think. Yeah, go. Yeah, go uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, there's so many good ones. Um, March eight, uh, March 27th, 2018. I want someone to look at me the way I look at Brian. Aw. Yeah, like uh, when we were talking about on Letterman, which is the last episode people listened to. Um, wasn't that the last one? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Look, guys, we don't even know. record we, it. We even recorded that long ago. Is the thing? I know. We recorded it like three days before it came out. Yeah, yeah, it was the last one. Um, but remember that one moment where he goes over and he puts his arm like on his shoulder. Yeah, so cute. So awkward. So cute. <laughs> um, October first, twenty eighteen. What the hell, Brian? Stop being attractive. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think I also mentioned it on the Letterman episode. Man. I, Brian with short hair was so much better. Yeah, I agree. Uh, well, I, and dude, I, I like, I actually do want, it's not even short hair. It's just not as long. Yeah. Like well, when it was like shorter, like, like maybe shoulder length or something. And it but now it's just, yeah, I, okay. I prefer him with shorter hair. Um, December 25th, 2018. I wish I had long hair like Brian just <laughs> on that subject. Uh, we've oh. seen rivers with longer hair. Yeah. Yeah. The bowl cut. January 11th of this year, I might name my dog Brian Bell's eyebrows. <laughs> See, because remember, Brian Bell shaved off his eyebrows yeah. right before the Say It Ain't So video, which is why he's wearing big sunglasses. Uh, I think that's a bold look, honestly. Bold, bold it's, look. Yeah, it's the Whoopi Goldberg look. Yeah. Uh, one last Brian tweet, because I think it's funny. October 18th uh, or 14th. I don't know how these Twitter dates work. October 18th, 2014. I don't know. I don't know what date this is. If Brian married Pat, he could be Brian Wilson. 
<laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, so there are a few Rivers tweets about Brian. Uh, There's no creepy ones. Oh, no. Actually, here's one. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> no, actually, no. This isn't that creepy. I thought it was. Uh, July 12th, 2017. Would you kiss Brian for $10? <laughs> I mean... Would I have to pay $10 or oh, yeah. would I get yeah. paid $10? Ooh, Either way, I probably I'd I kiss him on the forehead, you know, on the forehead. Yeah. I'd be like, Oh, Brian, or the cheek. That's what I, like. <laughs> no. Cause he's like, I guess he's older than me, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He was in a band in 1990. <laughs> he was in carnival art, you know, the oh, famous yeah. band carnival art. I've heard of that. In an alternate universe, they were like as big as Pearl Jam. Mm. In an alternate universe, I was 20 in 1991, and like I saw Brian at the show. And, and then you like, kissed hey, him on the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got married, and now I'm married to Brian in some other universe. That, that took a weird turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even a Rivers tweet, that was just a Sarah original. <laughs> Should I tweet it? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not, yeah. Oh, I you can. Who cares? No, I don't want care. to. <laughs> no one will know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. These like, will stay Brian? confined to this this podcast. Who's Brian? What's carnival art? <laughs> Listen to our Is podcast. Is he a caricature artist? <laughs> I do like the name carnival art, by the way. Yeah, it's I do nice. too. Even though, like, in, in the, you know, the 2000s SEO universe, it's mm. not the greatest name. It's That's like true. The band, like, chick, chick, chick. The three exclamation points uh-huh. or the, the, <laughs> yeah, or those bands. It's like, it was really clever back when people got their music by going into a record store and looking yeah. through stuff. Mm-hmm. But in Not the era anymore. of, I need to Google stuff. It's like, Oh, those are hard to find. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm definitely going to listen to this one more once I also get my, my, uh, listening situation set up a little better. Get, yeah. uh, listen to it properly through some proper speakers. Cause I really liked it. And it sounded nice. So. Yeah. And and at some point, like I said, we'll do space twins and the relationship. We'll do, mm-hmm. we'll, yes. go, we'll go through those also because um, it's always interesting seeing what, what his vision for music is. Yeah. Cause I really like it. I like his stuff. Um, but, but I've, I also, I don't remember it very well, but I did listen to space twins. So when we talk about that one, that'll be really interesting to listen to it. Having listened to it back in college, that'll be really fun. Ooh. Yeah. to hear it again because i remember liking it but it's like huh i haven't listened to it since probably 2005 or something i'm curious what that's gonna be like but we have to do a pat episode soon though yeah oh he also i think i listened to some of his he had a band called the special goodness yeah. which i had listened a little bit of but yeah we'll talk about all that on other episodes because i think it's really fun you get to hear you can kind of hear like their influence on other bands and like if you listen to all their other bands, you can hear kind of what they bring to Weezer, like by, like by separating them out from Weezer. Yeah. So it's quite interesting. And I like it. Huh. Pat is 50 years old. What? No. <laughs> I don't know why I got sad. He can't get old. <laughs> On that note. Yeah. Ooh, man, we're gonna have to have a big birthday episode for Rivers next year. Cause we'll, on June 13th. June 13th, yes. He will be 50 years old this <gasps> next year. So That's not allowed. People can't get older. It's not fair. We'll have a big birthday episode for Rivers. Do you know what? This was the episode we talked least about Rivers. 
I think this is the first, like, besides the Rivers tweets. Yeah. I don't think we mentioned him at all before, between In them. fact, I didn't even remember to do, to, like, find Rivers tweets till we were almost done with the episode. Not that we needed to, but I yeah. was like, oh, maybe there's something. And, you know, there's always something. Well, you do have to edit out, like, like a minute of me, like, running outside, or, like, <laughs> running to my living room to see, like, is that gunshots or fireworks? <laughs> And I'm like, what do I do? Like, get down low? Like, uh, what? Get, uh. <laughs> Man, that's a, that feels like forever ago. And it was literally just at the beginning of this episode. Yeah, it was like, it's been it a was, wild ride. It was like 50 minutes ago. <laughs> well, this is exciting. And I really liked this. This was so different yeah, from... This was fun. Yeah. yeah. It, we discovered a new band. Yeah. That, that it, I, I, really, I really do like... I, I recommend listening to... Um, welcome to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, Just go on Spotify, all that th- stuff. I'm, Throne I'm Drone really... is a little rougher, I think. I like it, though. I, I think I prefer that one. But yeah. I, I didn't listen to the other one as much. So, And um, apparently, like, the Welcome to Las Vegas, there was a bunch of, like, a bunch of lyrics about George Bush. Oh. Which is George Bush Sr. Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> George H.W. Bush. <laughs> so. Oh, that's funny. Um, but, you know, as, I, as I've said many times before, I'm not a lyrics guy. I don't really... I, I I can never notice. I never notice the lyrics. Well, I think some of these early '90s bands, because I I mean I am a lyrics person, but a lot a lot of these early '90s bands have kind of mm, obtuse lyrics. I feel, and I still like it. Uh, and and the vocals an are kind of yeah hard to we, like, it's hard to kind of tell what they're saying too. Like Weird Al doing smells like Nirvana. But I like it though. I still like it. Like it's it's its own genre. I guess yeah. whatever it is, I like it. So. Well, Sarah, where can they find you on the internet if they want to find you? Oh, Sarah Iyer on Instagram. Sarah and Julie Iyer on Twitter. No, I did not tweet that thing about kissing Brian on the forehead. <laughs> it's not <laughs> happening. It's, it. it's exclusive to this podcast for your ears. And that's it. Where are you? I am at FBI Hop on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And uh, it's easy enough to find. I didn't tweet that thing about Brian either. Yep. <laughs> So as this happened yesterday, I don't, I don't know if you saw my Twitter yesterday. I was posting nothing but gifts of the weird stuff that ESPN was showing. No, I didn't see that. So yes. So remember the movie dodgeball? Yes. I actually didn't see it, but I remember it being a thing and everyone thought it was good. So like one of the jokes in there was that it was broadcast, uh, all the the dodgeball competition was broadcast on ESPN eight, the Ocho. (laughs) So every year now they do a ESPN eight, the Ocho, um, day on on, on ESPN2 <laughs> where funny. they just show all these weird sports like and competitions like so I was posting gifs of the stuff I was watching all day long because I was just watching it while I was working and it was like one was like pizza box folding competition what? and of course you know they did dodgeball at a certain point they did like uh, I don't know all all this fo- like weird stuff that is awesome to watch for like half an hour like oh like school bus racing what Only- I mean, are these things that normally do happen and they're just not televised or are they specifically for or they day? happen in the past like the school bus racing it was a figure eight course so you know mm. in the middle it meets so they'll crash into each other and stuff and uh, but that was like from like the, you know the early nineties but it was just ESPN has it in their archives so they they wow. show it and I think the pizza. Competition was also and oh, there's a sign spinning competition. You know, like this oh, guys on the side of the road yeah. spinning signs. I've seen some impressive sign spinning, so that's yeah. good. I saw some too, and it was at this. And <laughs> and what I didn't we were, we were talking about the music rights earlier. What I didn't realize is like the guy. It was like it was on Fremont Street in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the 
this the guy the announcer would like introduce him and then it would go to like uh just like some generic like music and i was like why can't you hear the announcer? And I realized, oh, because the DJ is playing music they don't have rights to. <laughs> anyways, I was I was posting posting gifts of that all day, so I do that sort of stuff. Oh, uh, nice! I've been like not on Twitter as much because I've been busy. Yeah, which is actually a good thing. I was like, man, I haven't been able to go on Twitter. No, that's a positive thing. <laughs> but anyway. That was yeah. a really long digression for nothing. You can, you can cut all that out. <laughs> no, no, um, I like it. But but yeah, you can also find us at WeezerPod on everything. We're on Twitter, yeah, too. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. We should uh, tell your friends to follow us on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Yeah. We need more followers there, mm-hmm. especially. Um, and, oh, crap, how do we end this? I actually don't know. I don't have anything this time. Uh, Goodbye from Las Vegas? Uh, shave off your eyebrows like Brian. Do it. Right, right. Dog, eyebrows. <laughs> Bye. Bye.